Welcome to episode 162 of CGM's Pixels in a podcast. This week I'm joined by the usual Phil. Yeah. It's weird though, because you're on the other side of the table. I know. You don't belong there. It's going to be a tough day for you today. You're going to have to deal with it. And I think for the... Probably his premiere appearance mm-hmm. on our podcast, Drekken Pones. Hello. <laughs> really? Has he not been on before? No. I don't know. Have I, you been? I don't just, think you have I've, been on. I've always just been the background. Yeah. yeah. In the room. Oh, I feel like character. you've been talking. Maybe you like. He does videos. Just talking to me I, I, I actually that. will just throw in a comment once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be it. I'll just be like, yeah. Drekken has done videos for us in the past. Quite yeah. a few videos, actually. Yeah, I've, so. I've made guest appearances now yeah. and again. And, you know. He's not totally unfamiliar to us or our audience. He's just never been on podcast with us. No, I've. Avoided because you guys always seem to have it on lockdown. So, oh, well, actually, I don't know if we do have it on lockdown because yeah. I don't. Is it's nice to hear? Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily. Well, true, the thing but is, it is nice to hear. Is Brendan mic'd up? No, you're not, are no, you? He's no, he's so you. Okay. See, I was going to ask him to get the news, but he doesn't have a mic. So, see, we're not always on. Always. No, Mel, I actually do have a mic. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, like, wait, Brendan was going to do this news. This thing in front of my face that is. I know. I didn't think it was on. I thought it was just there for decor. I'm not that weird. Do you want to start with movie news? Because Phil's probably already ready for that. Yeah, yeah, I got a bunch of that. Do it up. That's why I was uh, being. Uh, You're not playing Alpha very like conversation the rest of us. Yeah. before. Yeah, I was making sure I had everything. Okay. All right. News. Let's get into it. All right. <laughs> all right. So the big one, obviously, which I'm sure all of you guys know about, is that uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the Lego Movie directors, are going to do a solo Han uh, solo movie. Oh my God! Really? A Han comma solo movie. And I didn't hear about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Um, so I'm very excited. They obviously haven't announced who's going to be young Han Solo yet, but I mean, Space Pirate seems like the way to go. I mean, uh, yeah. the weird thing with it is that like it's kind of going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy. Who do you think will but be Han, Han Solo? Solo? Who would make a good Han Solo? I've been, young about, Han I've been thinking about this, and well, there's two answers to that. Number one, the first time I read this story, I just saw the headline... Uh, that Lego movie directors to make Han Solo anthology film, right. which the anthology movies are what they calling these like Star Wars spinoff movies. Ew. But when I first read it, I thought it was going to be like uh, a Han Solo anthology movie. Well, that's what I, well, that's so, what I was, I so then when I imagined it that way, it would be, it would be Pulp Fiction. It would be like three that's ages Han of Han Solo. You'd have, yeah, old Harrison Ford, Han Solo, and a young Han Solo, and a middle-aged Han Solo, and then they would like, inter- and their stories would interact through oh, timelines. That's, that's what I wanted. That. But that was all my imagination. That's not real. I think that might be too so, intense. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, the two that, I, I, that I've been thinking of that I would like is if they're going to do like Han Solo roughly the age he was in the first movie, I think John Hamm would be really good. I can oh, see that, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he would be good. There was, <laughs> yeah, Mel <laughs> likes that. There was a time when, um, uh, what's his face um, from uh, Firefly? Oh, uh, Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion, Oh, my God. Yeah. I would watch that. Yeah, he would have been perfect for a period, but I think he's just slightly aged out of it. He is. Plus, he oh. pretty, that's basically what he was doing in Firefly. Let's face it. That was the Han yeah, Solo TV exactly series. Yeah, that's exactly what he was. Yeah, yeah, so, um, so uh, if they're going to go way younger, I think Miles Teller uh, would be really, really good. Which one's Miles Teller? Um, he's the guy. He's going to be Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four movie. He was in Whiplash. I don't know if you saw Whiplash no, last year. No, I haven't seen it yet. Um, what else has he been in? Um, I mean, that's the thing. Up until Wish Whiplash, he was sort of the best part of a lot of bad movies. Oh, Spectacular Wow. Did you see that one? No. That's good, too. Anyway, he's a wisecrack and sarcastic kind of guy. And, uh, that's usually I, that's, that's pretty good That's for what Han I want Solo. in my Han Solo. Yeah, that's what he does. Um, but more than anything else, I'd prefer they just go out and find someone. 
uh, who I've never seen before. I don't know if Star Wars fans could handle that. (laughs) (laughs) I think, wait, haven't they done that in the past and it didn't work out too well? Hayden Christensen is kind of like the found somebody. Yeah, no, Hayden Christensen (laughs) was a mistake, but but Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and for that matter, Harrison Ford all worked out. True, true. And they were basically no ones, right? So I, at the time, so I think, um, I think that would be the way to go because I mean, like Han Solo is a character type. We have that locked in. You can't really play around with that too much. They should just go find the perfect guy who's like a 20 something Han Solo. And have him go on adventures and meet a Wookiee. That's mm. what I want. Uh, yeah, that would. Uh... But who knows? I like that it's well, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. It's cool. That means it's going to have uh, a certain sense of. You know what this it means? It has though. to. It's Han Solo. Exactly. Yeah, he's basically Jack Sparrow of space. Yeah, he's a wisecracker. Jack Sparrow of space. You know what this means? They're going to attach it into the Star Wars cartoons. Oh, that's true. Ooh. Star Wars Rebel. I feel. Star uh, Wars Rebel. Well, they have, they're renowned to normally when they're doing something with a the movie, they attach it somehow in the cartoon in some way. They make a men- mention of it. Usually yeah. a, a marketing promo. Is that what it is? Usually, yeah, okay. Oh, man. I, I watch the Star Wars cartoons, the Clone Wars, and now the Rebels, like, religiously. I've heard yeah. Clone Wars is amazing. Oh, my goodness. I lo- Clone Wars, actually, I like it more than the movies. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, because of... I think it really brings depth to characters like Count Dooku and, other, and Grievous, who... Okay, so you like it more than the prequels. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay, she's yeah. Sorry. My, okay. Uh, my apologies. Okay. <laughs> I, should have, I should have definitely qualified that statement yeah. uh, more than the prequels. Yeah. Uh, because it brings depth to those kind of characters who normally in the movies were just pieced out in all of two minutes. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I heard an interview with Paul Dini one time, who's one of my favorite writers. He did a lot of Batman, the animated series, and things like that. And he said he voluntarily did an episode a Jar Jar episode of Clone Wars because he wanted to make something yeah because he wanted to make something interesting with Jar Jar and I've never seen that episode he but I'd a, be he's fascinated a, he, to see I've it. seen every episode I've watched yeah. it twice and Jar Jar definitely is a little bit more tolerable in yeah. the series than he is in the cartoon yeah um, yeah so I can see why he, he they give him some depth and I do like that right out right out the other Star Wars news we had is that um, apparently uh, Darth Vader is going to be in the Rogue One movie well out of the original characters he's the easiest one to bring in because he's could be anyone in a giant black suit with James Earl Jones' voice. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And also, I feel like um, because we know God, I think well, I forget her name now. I want to say Felicity Huffman, the woman, the young actress who yeah. was in uh, the uh, Stephen Hawking movie. Yeah, yeah. Huffman. Uh, she, yeah, she's attached to that. But I haven't said who. I've got a feeling she's going to be with Princess Leia because I, I think it's going to yeah. be about the forming of the rebellion. I could see that, and I'm all for that. So you got to have Vader for that. He's the bad guy. I'm yep. not going to work without him. Yep. So anyway, yeah, it looks so. It looks like the first two anthology movies are pretty well going to be um, like almost parallel track right before Why not? New Hope, which I'm all for. They're going to milk that as much as they physically can. They're trying to avoid the crappy ones as much as possible, as they should. And So no talk of metachlorians? Thank, uh, I don't think you can get rid of that. Can you? Hey, they like, can, can you dismiss di- it? can do anything at once. I don't know if you can dismiss metachlorians. I think that's so ingrained right now yeah. that you can't just be like... You can't just forget it. Well, could you could be like, no, that was n- that was philosophical nonsense. It's really this. Because technically, <laughs> that's how Vader is created. Like, uh, well, how he's, right. he's born by like midichlorians and but totally. The, but if all the movies take place after the fall of the Republic, they don't have to. There are no Jedi, so they don't, yeah. they don't oh, even yeah, have to talk true. about. I guess it. they yeah. could just yeah, yeah true. True. I mean, they could just be like, like it's lost in the, yeah, the Jedi. Yeah, be like there was a time when we discussed that, but it makes no sense, so we don't discuss <laughs> it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no yeah. one talks about that nonsense exactly. anymore. Exactly. 
Um, all right, the next uh, story, it's slightly less exciting, is that Halle Berry is now okay. hard petitioning to do a solo Storm film. Oh. I don't want to see that. Well, that's the thing. I think she's the only one who wants <laughs> to see that. Um, so I, have, I don't think there's much hope of that happening. So I'm never that interesting of a character. I also, don't really know does anything. Halle Berry have the uh, Hollywood cred she used to? No. no. Catwoman, Catwoman killed that. She yeah. especially can't <laughs> be headlining comic book movies. No, she really yeah. can't. So. I don't remember Storm having much, like, Halle Berry bringing too much to the table for Storm. Like, I think she, she didn't. Was, I remember being a solid, like, a solid Storm. I wouldn't have casted anybody else, but I don't remember saying, whoa, man, this was, that was the best performance ever. What is it, like, the, the last movie she had, what, one line of dialogue? Yep. Oh, my yeah. God. That was it? Was she in the last movie? Yeah, she yeah. Was, yeah. Oh. For, like, one line of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. I was like, when? Oh, she pretty it. well just does blank face stuff in that. Yeah. That was sort of her take, was Ooh. to not act. Oh. That was a solid, solid. That was a good choice. Uh, she, uh, I guess, although she, she brought, can be. She a methoded good that really well. She performed the blank stare. Yep. You know what I did? I, I really kind of wish they did with Halle Berry in the movies versus, say, the animated cartoon. <coughs> I would mm-hmm. like to have seen Storm do a lot of dialogue before she does any of her electricity. In the cartoon, yeah. she was all like, "The winds come to me, aid my call." <laughs> Halle Berry is just like zap. <laughs> it's true. She never got spiritual with it. No, well, Halle, like um, Storm in the animated cartoon, the '90s cartoon, she was very much like she was going on dialogues before she would shoot anybody. You'd imagine the Sentinels would move out of the way by the time she finished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was because of that frog line. They kind of shut her down on dialogue, <laughs> which was for the best. Yeah, it was for the best. They're like, "Ooh, you probably shouldn't say anything for this movie. <laughs> just, just don't. Just do what you're doing." <clears throat> Another uh, casting announcement. <clears throat> Hot off the presses is that uh, they have Aunt May for the new <gasps> Spider-Man. I saw that. It's ridiculous. It's Marissa Tomei. She's so young to be Aunt yeah, May. I, I thought it was Aunt May's like child. I was like, Whoo. <laughs> that's what I like about it though, because the kid they cast as Spider-Man looks super young. He's like nineteen. Now. Yeah, Still, but he but he looks Peter like Peter Parker is supposed 15. to be like. Isn't he late 20s, though, isn't he? No. So yeah. if Peter Parker's a teenager in the storylines and Aunt May is still old, shouldn't they like? But no, All that's that? the thing. But if, if Peter Parker's a teenager, her aunt, his her aunt could presume his aunt could presumably be middle aged. That would like uh, why not? Marissa Tomei's now fifty. No. I don't. She's not fifty. Wait, where are she's we? She's not right young. But she's not that old, is she? She's got she looks it. damn good. She's if probably she's 50. Clo- I think she's probably close to it. She's yeah. got, she's yeah, got to be in her forties. We all have phones. We could look things up on. I know yeah. you're playing Alpha Bear right now. Playing <laughs> Alpha Bear. Wait, wait, wait. So where are we now in the Spider-Man trilogy? I've lost track. This After this is new. This is starting over. This is Spider-Man that will be in the shared Marvel universe. Yeah. Wait, is this a reboot? So, Technically, yeah. but oh they're not going to be doing Origin again. How many reasons? Like, and here's Spider-Man. Deal with it. Yeah, they're I'm just lost. diving in. But he's going to be part of the grander scheme of things now, being the Avengers. Yeah, he's in. Oh, or, so he's the one that's going to get connected. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to be in Sony's films, but also in Civil War. Oh, he's, he's going to be in Civil War, and he's going to be the Avengers. And the Sony films are going to be co-productions. Oh, is this Marvel. the one that uh, why Stan Lee made the comment that it? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? <laughs> oh, we should probably talk about that comment. No, I don't think I heard oh, yeah, it. Okay. Stan Lee came out and said he believes, as he envisioned it, Spider-Man has to be white, male, and straight. Oh, <laughs> did Stan Lee say that, or was that the thing that was in the Sony emails? No, no. Oh, Stan, Stan Lee, Lee came out and now? said this, yeah. Well, he's an old man. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's, it's <laughs> what it he views time. as... When he was younger, yeah. black people were not allowed to well, do from the it's same more the <laughs> fact that he, he views it as that's his original vision of Spider-Man, yeah. so if you want... It will not be his vision of Spider-Man when it changes. Oh, I totally get yeah. that. That's just a sentence you can't say. No, no, no you can't. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. That's not how the world All, works. Those four anymore. things together can never go together ever. No, that's. But I feel like that was also someone goading him into that. I think that was someone bringing it up because there was that Sony email that said yeah. like Marvel. That was part of 
Mar- and this wasn't Marvel Studios, this was Marvel, the comic yeah. book entity, before they started being a production company. That was in their contract. If you're going to make a Spider-Man movie, it's got to be white, straight, and uh, American. <laughs> <laughs> Which was intense, but that's, you know. So you couldn't be British Spider-Man? Nope. But the, well, that's what he is now. Isn't it Miles? Wasn't Miles the... Miles Morales is... Miles Morales, yeah, because he, he's the official Spider-Man in, in the comics. Right. Yeah. I think, Which I think was also, like, trying to temper the backlash of casting another yeah. white Spider-Man in the movies. <laughs> they were like, but in the comics, is, is, we don't have that white one anymore. He's gone. <laughs> he did something. Oh, so man. we got that. Uh, yeah, but I like Marissa Tomei as casting. I think that's... Yeah, I, like, I like the whole idea of keeping it very young, because now... You need them to last a while. Well, yeah, there's that for sure. <laughs> but also, that's got to fit in within the grander Marvel universe, and and it helps keep Spider-Man distinct from everyone yeah, else to true. have the one like to have like the one super th- young. Yeah, totally. Have like all these middle-aged men and have like a teenager there suddenly and have to deal with yeah. him like while they're fighting. You know, he'll be. You I know. guess an aunt would be about in their fifty. That's actually age range. That's right. It feels about right. Yeah. yeah. No, I like it. Um, and she's sassy, so that's gonna work. That'll be a lot different than just crying Sally Fields, which will be a plus. <laughs> oh, Sally Fields. Yeah, she was horrible. Just so yeah. many tears. But to be fair, everything in that movie was so... The movie was all about bad. They were all, all awful. So anyway, there's that. Marissa Tomei. Um, and... Do, 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 um, oh, and also they've started uh, filming the second season of Daredevil, which is kind of crazy. Sure, why not? They have Electra now, don't they? Yeah, and they've cast an Electra. It's going to be Elodie Young, a French actress. She was in, she played Jinx in G.I. Joe Retaliation, a movie I saw and have no memory of. Yeah, I don't remember anything about that movie. I do remember enjoying it. Yeah, I remember kind of liking it. And I do remember that there was a sexy Kung Fu Temptress, and I'm assuming this is her. So based on that, she can do Kung Fu Temptistry, which uh, is crucial in the uh, Electra. That movie was weird because. Wasn't that when they wanted to kill off Duke and introduce all these new people? I don't know. All I remember, yeah, Channing weird. Tatum died early on because he didn't like want to be in it anymore. Like in the first five minutes. Yeah, because he didn't want to be a part of it anymore. And <laughs> um, the one that The Rock was in. Yeah, The Rock was yeah. in it. And then the other thing I remember is their part. Bruce they, Willis was in it. Yeah, wow, I've Bruce never Willis been so happy never to see And there movie. was a part when they went to a temple and the RZA played a blind samurai master yeah. that taught them. It was them so to. weird. That was oh. great. To be fair, that was great. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It, and they killed off uh, Channing Tatum's character at the beginning with a bombing. That's right. Just straight up carpet bombing. Like, hey, and he's dead now. That's yeah. right. It was horrible. And it, everyone kept saying, oh, he's going to go back. I'm like, no, no, he's just yeah. dead now. It was straight up I always wish I could hear those kind of conversations where he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Can you just kill my character? The <laughs> first five minutes, possibly. You know, so oh, no, that's, that's usually how they negotiate. Like, no, you signed this contract. He's like, just, okay, I'll stay for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes, all you get. I, I watched, like, one of the last Halloween movies when Jamie Lee Curtis was billed for, like, top billing, and I missed the first 30 seconds, and she wasn't in it. Yeah, that was the Halloween A. Yep. <laughs> she the, just died the, that's instantly. That's the worst of all the Halloweens. Uh, yeah. They should it actually... does have one good sequence, though, where Busta Rhymes is dressed as Michael Myers and <laughs> runs into Michael Myers <laughs> and says, God damn, Michael Myers, and that was, that was great. That was but other than that, that's That was a bad movie. Yeah. They definitely should, like, emphasize when you go to see a movie. It's, like, barely featuring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that was also the shtick back then, because that was during the Scream era, where if you were going to make a slasher movie, you had to kill your most famous actress yeah, in five minutes. That's true. So they had that. Um, and also, I heard from that uh, when, because that was Jamie Lee, that was actually a contractual thing, where when she signed on to do H2O, they insisted that she sign up for another movie, and she said, fine, I'll do it, but only if I die in the first scene, and we film it while we're shooting this one. That's <laughs> amazing. Oh, my God. So <laughs> like I said, these must be happened. really good conversations. Yeah. Like, I'll do it, but, like, this is what has to happen. Yeah. Like, you have to kill me. Exactly. So that's how that went down. All right. So anyway, yeah, this actress that none of us really know that well <clears throat> is playing Electra. 
But I'm just excited Electra's going to be in it. And I'm so yeah. excited that they're shooting it already. That's crazy. That was because that was they weren't even planning on doing a second season for like two years. I mean, yeah, yeah, and then uh, it's the Netflix. Big they, they, were gonna, they were going to do a second season, but they weren't going to do it for years. No, yeah, they were going to yeah. do all the members of yeah. the Defenders one by one. But Daredevil then ended up being the most successful Netflix series yeah. of all time. Oh, so absolutely. I imagine Netflix was so hungry for that. Like bigger than House of Cards. Why yeah. you guys aren't making it? Yep. What? Wow. Oh yeah. Well, but kids don't watch House of Cards, right? Oh, yeah. But there's so much political <laughs> drama. You've got to keep that in mind. <laughs> so much political drama children and backroom to, deals. I was going to say, children need to watch House of Cards. Yeah. This is how life is. Yeah. You've got to figure it out. But I'm so, I'm so excited because they're going to have more money this time. The Punisher's going to be in it and Elektra. And God, I can't. Right. I wish I could watch it right now, but I can't. So, Jimmy, well, um, just to sidetrack into other movie news, uh, apparently the uh, Warcraft movie is about done now. And mm. it might be a trilogy. What does that even... Oh, God. I think my stomach just turned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this just came out today where yeah. they were... And there's going to be a VR experience to show off Azeroth in this I world. I saw that. You can, like, fly over Azeroth or something. Like, in the it's, movie? No, well, where's like this VR, VR experience? I don't know. I just saw his... Uh, World of Warcraft movie footage creates VR experience, and I remember thinking. I hope it's just. I hope it's like a promo. It's not. Yeah, like I think that's just a Comic Con yeah. thing. They oh, did that okay. last year with Game yeah. of Thrones too. Oh, okay, I'm not so much sad about it. Yeah. Okay. As yeah. So I, like, either way, uh, the movie apparently is pretty much done. They've almost done all the technical stuff. Yeah. And it's ready for release in a year. Yeah. yeah it's next summer. I think. Something ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it at all. I was gonna say, as much as I love Azeroth and I love movies, I don't think these two things should come together. No, no, no it shouldn't. Oh, I, I was interested in it briefly when Sam Raimi was gonna do it because yeah. that would at least be goofy. But he's not. Well, Tango Jones right? is pretty good. Who? Uh, well, no, um, exactly. Is it Duncan Jones? <laughs> Duncan Jones. That's so it. this is the guy from that movie with Sam Rock Moon and uh, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's good. And he's Bowie's son. Who's yeah, he is David yeah. Bowie's son. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a really interesting guy. So I don't know. Maybe that'll be okay. But at the same time, I'm just so tired of like sword and sorcery movies. Eh, I mean, it depends away. what they do with it, really. Uh, and Duncan Jones could pull some interesting things with it. Yeah, he's an intriguing guy. Just with a story, with a property as big as World of, World of Warcraft, I don't know how much freedom you really get. Out of it's hard to say. Have I don't we know. seen any trailers or teasers? Or? No, uh, there's none of that. They'll probably uh, do something yeah. at Comic-Con this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I mean, now. apparently people are seeing say. things. The yeah. only thing I've seen of it was the letters come on the screen and say Warcraft, and I was like, that's it? Mm-hmm. They yeah. also, they've shown off some of what the orc looks like, and oh. it looks like an orc. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. If it didn't, I think we'd be in the wrong... It oh, looks kind of like some kind of. It looks straight up for the video game. I'm not gonna lie, it just looks straight up from one of the trailers. Yeah. Do we know anything about like where it takes place or Azeroth? Oh, well then, uh, timing it before Frozen. I Thrones. don't know something. Okay, well, there you go. Some point in time, I, it's. I think it's about to both sides of the war. I think it's taking place just before the um, one of the crazy expansions the I second game I think Ooh, Warcraft 2 I believe it's about Warcraft 2 is when it's taking okay. place that's what they're saying before that's the healthy. events of World of Warcraft is when it's taking place but even better we'll see and that lore that. is all nonsense I don't know I actually know that part of the lore when it got into the whole World of Warcraft thing I, I, I since I didn't play it I Warcraft, World of Warcraft it. just takes place after Warcraft 3 right but they just go to town with the lore in Warcraft 3 yeah. I mean uh, in World of Warcraft so yeah, I, I know nothing about it We'll see. Cool. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. It takes it encapsulates some of what happens in Warcraft Three, but I believe it's it's telling the story of how the orcs and the humans kind of got into battle. Ooh, that could be good. So yeah, yeah. I I think it's basically a problem. You're like, look at what happens in Warcraft. You could be part of this. (laughs) Watch out for the dragon that's going to cause a cataclysm. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. That's as much as I know about Warcraft. Fair enough. Well, it's coming. 
something for us all to look forward to. Yay. Or not. Um, all right. Uh, here's another thing. Uh, uh, how, well, here's a question I'll pose to you guys. Even Mel, who's playing a video game. Even um, Mel. I'm sorry. Are we not a video game podcast? Uh, yeah, but traditionally, I'm still traditionally podcasts, about, even about video games, involve speaking as opposed to playing video games. How come you games? Pick on not, me? It doesn't really work for the audio <laughs> Wayne used to sit on his computer all the time, and you only pick on me. I no, know, we picked at him, too. I, I would pick no on No one picked on Wayne. Oh, it, it, was a, it was a pick fest on Wayne. You just... Didn't know because you were on your phone most oh. of the time. Right. Um, yeah, but uh, just you just, know how much I care I'm about you. I'm just trying to involve you. I'm in listening and participating, now. so you can't get mad. So mm, the question, the question is, um, how much money do you guys think Robert Downey Jr. made for too Avengers Two and what? Civil War? Twenty million dollars. His contract to be in both those movies. Twenty this, million. Now, this for two movies, to be fair. Forty million dollars. <laughs> like I just doubled it because it was two movies. <laughs> Close. Uh, Eighty million dollars. <laughs> And that's total? and that yeah, and that's before his so like it, profit sharing and merchandising. I hate everyone yeah. right now. So that's Man, why I get into movies. that's why I think he's they're gonna kill him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they, they can't afford to. Yeah. The yeah, they and just can't afford to keep paying him that much. Wait, but yeah, what? You think so? Oh yeah, he's oh, dead. Yeah. He's gonna die if not in Civil War. In Avengers, he's, he's dead sure. in Civil War. Plus, it's also a comic book universe. They can bring him back anytime. They can do. Time he's gotten travel, younger cloning. and suddenly looks slightly different. They can have flashbacks and cheaper. <laughs> yeah, there are so many ways they can bring him back. Look, at we brought him back from the past. He's now young Tony Stark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's teenage heartthrobby. Look it's at his abs. Like him anymore? Mm. Yes. Can't seem to support you. Yeah. Anyway, and he has abs now. I couldn't believe that. And then speaking of people. Uh, who use the internet to get more money. Uh, Harry Shearer, shockingly, back on The Simpsons after causing all that ruckus. Crazy. Never thought yeah. that would happen. Yeah, yeah. Eh, whatever. Which I found his point just simply because I was hoping they'd use that as an excuse to cancel The Simpsons. Nope, finally, it's never going away. Not it's not going to happen. Honey, I think they're just going to make it to an even 30 seasons and then knock it off after that. Really? Just, you think they're going to knock it off? I don't think I do. Know. What seasons is on now? 27? Yeah, just get to 30 and I stop, think, please. I think they want to get to 30 at least and then... Why? It's, in, it's been in syndication for years. So much money. That's why. Yeah, because people still watch it. Yeah, and then they I still watch it. They still make money off of it. People still buy their crap. Yeah, they buy the t-shirts. And yeah, stuff. yeah, they love t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. t-shirts. Mm. Um, and then the last thing is, did you guys see the Goosebumps trailer? Yeah, it looks okay. No, yeah. I'm afraid. I actively yeah. avoided it. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty dumb. As much as I actually do like Jack Black, I try not to watch his movies. I do like him. You try not to watch it. The idea of I like, love that guy. I avoid his movies all the time. <laughs> yeah. The idea of the all the Goosebumps monsters coming to life is kind of a fun idea. But even in the just the trailer watching it, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what a fraction of the Ghost no. Goosebumps movie no. monsters are, clearly. Because the first one they show is some, like, ape creature. I was like, no clue. And they've, oh, they've isn't been, that like My Hairy Adventure? I guess Who knows? so. The puppet no, was the like, only one I recognized. Yeah, there was the puppet and the gnomes I remembered. But there the was no gnomes? monster blood. I thought they'd get some monster blood in there. Or that sponge that wasn't a sponge. You know what it is? It Carl Stein ran out of money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ran out of money. Oh my god, the sponge one was so creepy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Carl Stein ran out of money and he's just like, what can we do? Yeah. <laughs> I discovered he's a real person. He is. is yeah, he, uh, he's still writing books. I, I, I thought it was just a paint a no, pen name. No, no, so did I. Real guy. No, I interviewed him one time. Really? And I told him that, and he was like, everyone says that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's a, he's so up until all of 30 seconds ago, I thought yeah. he was just a pen name. Like, well, so, like, like Tom Clancy? Yeah, like I thought he was I, not a real person. I mean, I have heard other people did write some of the books in the height of there was the like, 90s. Well, there was tons like of them. three a month. Yeah. 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 Like, no one can write that much. Have no. you read them? He could probably write three They weren't very complex books. I'm pretty sure Even so, just as a physical, like... I don't know if you can make those words come out of your hands. <laughs> thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's still writing Fear Street books. 
Is he? Yeah, but it's like now it's called, I think, Ghost of Thrift Street. And oh, it's okay. the next generation. Oh, oh, he's kicking him out there. Didn't realize he felt so obscure that now his stuff doesn't really make it up to the top. Yeah. yeah. Well, because no now people are reading what? Uh, Twilight. Twilight. And Gray. Uh, yeah, and Gray. gray. Mm-hmm. And Hunger Games. That's what the children are reading these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maze Weird kink sex things. Great sex. Yeah, Great no one's enjoying the, uh, the the creepy horrors that were Arl Stein. Yeah, well, whatever. I need, are you afraid of the dark? I'll, I'll like. bet people, I bet Goosebumps books still sell. You think so? Do they still yeah, make them? totally. Yeah, you see them in stars. Uh, are they what? new or the same books? <laughs> yeah, no, the Good old question. ones. Yeah, they still have them. I've they seen still them print them, I think, is of what course. you're trying to say. But they haven't made yeah. new ones. But I mean, like, I didn't, well, own, but I didn't only read new release books when I was a kid. Uh, kids are now shallow. I don't think kids Can read all get, that much. Okay. None of us actually know kids. Let's make that clear. <laughs> wait, wait. We need Lisa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's true. I assume kids are like this. I don't I don't know. It's hard to say. From what I've gathered from my friends who are teachers, what we used to be as kids is not that anymore. We should do a science experiment. Yeah, but that's how it all goes. People, Generations react against each other. And I feel like at a certain point, there must be a generation of kids who are like, ugh, technology, give me a book. <laughs> it's got to be a thing, right? Hipster kids? Yeah. yeah. I, I only li- I only listen to vinyl. Yeah, exactly. I was just told that my Amazon app is no longer made by Amazon. What? And that I can't purchase or track my orders. Groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem right. No, that seems sketchy. I think you should uninstall that I'm app. It's probably a fishing app. I'm going to, but at first I... No, but I've had this app forever. That's what's so weird. I'm going to look up Goosebumps first, and then we'll figure out if Autoscience still actually writes them. I, does the app say Amazon on it, or does it say someone else? It was an there? Amazon app I've had for like the last couple years, and I've used it before, so... Apparently maybe not. a recent update. It's, uh, no maybe you've been giving your money to somebody else and not Amazon. Yeah. Maybe it's haven't still been sending me stuff, though. <laughs> uh, uh. I guess that's what's really matters at the end of the day. There is a, a whole retro scream collection of Goosebumps books. There you go. Sure. We should probably move on from Goosebumps, though. Yeah. All right. Well, no, Next. that was my last thing. Oh, oh that's okay. that. Yeah. Okay. No. Whoops. Let's go over there. Okay. Let's go over to the news. When the g- was news. that news? No, there's news. That was and the movie news. That's movie news. Here you go. Publication date. September it's not even out yet. September first, twenty fifteen, and it's a Goosebumps activity book. I've yeah, never I stopped I making care. Goosebumps. They really okay, um, so Call of Duty has a new uh, a uh, new uh, collector's edition. Yeah. This one comes with a fridge. <laughs> like a mini fridge. <laughs> yeah, a little mini fridge that works. Does it explode? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. Kaboom! So. It's a booby trapped fridge. No, I, I think it's just a fridge. I think it's just to put your drink. Is this so you don't have to leave Call of Duty to get a drink? I, I don't know. Yeah. I like these things. Does it come with a catheter and a little pee No, no, it does not. I actually was wandering around the office and discovered there's a plane that came from uh, yes from one of the games. What's it called again? Splinter Cell? Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is a real plane. And yeah. I saw the instruction book. Because I'm like, is this what people buy? Like when you buy the game, you, the collector's edition, you try to get like little planes and spy goggles. Oh, yeah. We have a, one of the Call of Duties, was it? Came with uh, uh, night, night vision, vision goggles. goggles yeah. Yes. I was they like, have oh, yeah. is, this what pe- or is, there, is this what people are packaging in, in, in collector's editions these days? Like, Night vision goggles, fridges, planes. Like, what else can you package? I feel like there's, there's going to be like, they're going to exhaust all the things. Here's a part of the actor's And here, here's something for Drekken. Um, oh. Uh-oh. Dota 2 level 1000 compendium holders net the international replay trophy. It's some special trophy that looks Yeah, it's a replica. Yeah. I didn't know we were jumping into the esports. We're jumping into esports because there's not much. that transition. Jackie is our esports dude. Yeah, that's it. I didn't realize that that was going to be leading with that. But uh, yeah. It's the first story that. It's the first story that came to your mind. Well, fair enough. So yeah, now uh, International is up to $15 million worth. uh, That seems like a lot. Oh, 
man, I really wish I was a player still. Couldn't uh, buy no Tony Stark. Can you imagine? All you have to do is come like fourth, and you just walk away with a million dollars. That seems insane. Oh, jeez. So what was the most you ever won when you were in? Uh, the most I ever won would have probably been like a four hundred bucks. Oh, no, yeah. no, <laughs> four hundred bucks. Trophy. Four hundred bucks and a video card. I won a video card. Four hundred bucks, um, and that was for the World Cyber Games. Mm. So I I won the regionals, but I fell off the the map because I'm like, man, I can't. There's no there's no money in this. I need to. Generate there's no money, money in. Well, the... that was at the time <laughs> when I was a young young scruffy like college student trying to make ends meet, and I was like. Traveling across Ontario in my little beat-up Honda Civic that was missing a gas tank. <laughs> you mean a gas cap, I hope. Uh, no, no, half of it was missing, my gas tank. So. <laughs> that seems really bad. <laughs> well, yeah. that's why I was like, man, these tournament winnings are not enough. <laughs> Can't fix my car on this. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe the amount of money people Oh, my gosh. So $15 million, is all, it's all crowdfunded. Yeah. Um, so it's a... Right now, compendium holders of the highest caliber can get a replica of the Aegis, which is the trophy that these players are playing for, plus money. Uh, and uh, we, we worked it out. It's the equivalency of spending. Remember, Dota 2 is essentially free, yeah. mm. but you pay microtransaction. So to get to this level, it's approximately $280 worth of leveling up your compendium. That's crazy. Uh, right. <laughs> you level it up with money, obviously. Uh, of course <laughs> Course, what else? What else? What else yeah. would you? So, Valve wow. knows how to make money. Yeah. Uh, am I still doing esports news? Or yeah, you, oh, can, okay. yeah. you can keep going. Oh, okay, I didn't know that's that's what there wasn't there. other than <coughs> lots of collector's edition announced today and a few releases. There actually hasn't been much gaming news. Oh, okay, well then I'll oh, we should going. probably oh we should except Alpha Bear. Alpha Bear exists and it, people are talking about is it. Is that really news? I don't know. No, for some reason it started trending on Twitter and that's how we found out about it. That's frightening. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so I'll keep going with this little segment. Do it. Um, so one very important news right now that everybody in esports is talking about is that DreamHack, which is the largest LAN party in the world, mm-hmm. uh, it will be coming to North America for the first time. Hmm. Uh, it's set for May 6th. To 8th in 2016, and it will be in Austin, Texas. So this is a big deal. Uh, of course it's in Austin for some reason. Well, Austin is actually technically America's like closest esports capital next to um, is California. It? Yeah, Austin and, and California are, are the West's major esports hubs. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's there's actual like gaming studios in, in Austin, which is, I guess, which is Austin important. is incredibly large place. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so for some reason, a lot of esports events happen in Austin and California. All the major studios are located in California because of obviously Silicon Valley, so mm-hmm. Twitch and all them are there. Uh, but for whatever reason, Austin is a big hub. So people speculated that it would be closer to California because then you could fly the Koreans over for cheap. That possibly. makes sense, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So possibly Vancouver or Cali, but uh, Austin was a surprise a bit. Um, but it doesn't mean it's the last stop. Usually DreamHack is a tour, so DreamHack usually goes to multiple cities in the region. Mm-hmm. Um, Bucharest in and and uh, other places in Europe is where it currently holds. So this is the first time it will be in North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be quite. It's gonna be interesting because we have crappy internet in comparison. <laughs> so um, I'm not really sure how that factors into their business model um, because DreamHack, for most people, anyway, doesn't know is a BYOC. So you bring your computer, they set up the network, and you bring your computer and you game for 48 hours. 72 hours. I guess it's kind of like a week now, almost. So, 
it has it holds several Guinness World Records for the largest amount of tra- data traffic to go through a network, mm-hmm. um, and the most people gathered for a LAN party and a couple other nonsense awards. Um, so I'm really interested to see how they're going to handle like Comcast and all those other providers who just want to throttle the crap out of what you're doing. Mm. So we'll see. Um, cool. Some other esports news. Smite has just announced. Ooh. Yes, Smite has just I announced that they'll be capping their prize pool at $1 million, uh, which is kind of an interesting turnaround uh, where you see something like uh, the International, which has an unlimited cap. So you can, you know, they're up to 15 million. Uh, Smite has opted to cap their prize pool for first place for uh, $1 million. And the trend is they believe that. Uh, esports prize pools are too top heavy. So you will have a prize pool that's worth $15 million, but only first, second, third, and fourth will ever really taste what that means, right? They'll get the, right. you know, they'll get the, the breadth of that. And Smite has decided that they will cap first place and will force the rest of the money to go trickle down to fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Uh, which is an interesting proposition. I think it's good that more teams will share in the wealth. Uh, it's more encouraging to a, an amateur scene who mm-hmm. will know or believe they will not get first, but if they get eighth, they at least can pay for their plane ticket uh, to wherever Smite holds. And they're expecting, since they're going to be on Xbox One soon, they're expecting that this is going to be a big influx of new players. Mm-hmm. So they want to encourage their esports scene. What's uh, the oldest like professional esports player? The oldest player? Yeah. I would probably have to say Fatality, but I don't Does know. Does he still he, play? Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know if he like, still plays, but he still makes money. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I just how old saw is him he, uh, a few weeks ago. He doesn't seem like he, he plays anymore. No, no, no. He absolutely does not play. But he has the most, he has A, the most um, championship titles yeah. under his belt. Plus, he has the most, he still has the most lucrative esports deals in terms of uh the video cards and the headsets and all those stuff that are named after him. Yeah. Uh, he's probably still raking that money. Easy peasy. Yeah. I would have to guess he's in his late 30s, if I was to guess, like yeah, off yeah. the top of my head. But he's certainly, Jonathan Wendell is definitely probably the oldest, highest paying esport player, I'd imagine. Yeah. And weirdly, even though there's no, like, <clears throat> you know, physical. Uh, conditioning required in esports, the age range is the same as professional athletes. Well, you so. know, it's, it's interesting. You're still done in your 30s. There's a level of, uh, it's different per esports. So, mm-hmm. um, fighting games, which are all muscle memory, mm-hmm. old players can be much older mm-hmm. uh, and compete at a higher level than, say, a game like uh, Counter Strike or Call of Duty, which require Twitch responses. Right. Like right now, the, the, the idea is that. Uh, the older they get, you get the lower, the sort of the the slower your response, your re- reflexes are, your response time. Mm. Um, in Korea, they try to get them as young as possible, mm-hmm. so like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen mm-hmm. are some of the highest paid Korean esports players because they start. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a totally different world there. They try to farm them, right? They try to yeah. grow them, and it's the number one um, job in in terms of, of Korea. For young people, they really see, oh yeah, they everybody wants to be esports player, right? You get the you get the paparazzi, you get the you get the entourage, and you get the fame. It's like a movie star, but much younger. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, and most, but a lot of players retire around twenty five. Yeah. So I'm already like ten years out of retirement. Well, that's why I stopped. I started getting old, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can compete. But you know, I it's 
but for fighting games, you can go much longer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Just really wish I had. No, it's a bigger thing. Definitely kind of wish I had stayed in the player ring a little bit longer. Why don't you get back in? It'd be an inspiring sports. Uh, I know. I story. thought about it. It'd be Rocky. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> my own Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Rocky moment. Yeah, like a montage. Eye of the Tiger playing. Yeah. Get you clicking a lot of bounces. Train. Yeah. Putting, oh my god, that would make a great YouTube video. Putting cards <laughs> in uh, arcade coins in arcade machines, that oh sort of thing. Um, yeah, that'd be actually a lot of fun. It's, yeah. uh, but I leave it to be a young man's game now. I, uh, I just prefer organizing it. I have a lot of fun doing that instead. Fair enough. Um, and one of the last things, I guess, that's kind of important that kind of turned a bit of heads, uh, Riot Games, the, of course, maker of the largest esports in the world, uh, League of Legends, has invested into $30 million into Curse Gaming, which is funny. Is that still a thing? That's what I was about to say. So in my mind, before this announcement was, I believe Curse had just fallen off the place of the planet, losing their teams, and uh, they had a team called Curse obviously, and that team did fairly well at one point, and then they went to a stint of bad runs and towards the LCS, and they just sort of fell off the face of the planet, and then they separated from the parent company. Um, so Curse is... Who owns Curse, Curse? So Curse Gaming, which is the main company, which owns like thousands of Curse-related products and yeah. websites and what have you, separated from its League of Legends team. So it, to okay. me, that was like, hmm? Um, but... You have that many times where teams can be self-sustaining where they'll separate from the organizations that own them. Uh, so anyways, uh, Riot Games invested into $30 million into Curse. Cur uh, the actual website. No, they are specifically interested in Curse Voice, which is... It's the, like Ventrilo. Yes, actually, it's like Ventrilo. Um, I'm trying to think of... There's a... Um, I think Razer has a... Razercom. Yes, so if you think of Razercom, it's like Razercom... Uh, but it, this cursed voice had a piece of technology in it which allowed players to see um, their, their opponent's sort of stats and ranks and stuff right into the actual voice client. And Riot wasn't too happy about that at first because like, that kind of violates the terms of services. We kind of don't want our players to know that information. It kind of gives people more anxiety when they're playing, da da da, da. So, you know, and then Curse was like, okay, we'll pull it out. And they did. Uh, but Riot was still impressed by the technology in the first place. So they're like, hmm, maybe we'll keep this. So $30 million invested into Curse, uh, which is interesting. I didn't really think that Riot would... I feel like it's almost... Why wouldn't they just build their own chat software? No, that's I mean, what I'm Curse saying. Curse doesn't right? do very much. Well, I mean, they can build it. Curse is, is, a, is a big, like, deceptively huge uh, company in terms of their network uh, of sites and yeah, yeah. their products. But they're not so. that old. No, I mean, Riot that, has, that's what I mean. They're so deceptive in the sense that, to me, Curse is not that large and old of, as a company in my mind. But on paper, Curse is like a behemoth. And it's all because they latched on to League of Legends and the rise of League of Legends from the very beginning. And they just basically got rocketed to the moon uh, by growing, by creating the Curse sites to yeah. show like builds and yeah. forums and all that good jazz. Uh, League of Legends basically carried it. Was if you imagine sort of um, League of Legends being the giant and Curse being the little man on his shoulder, and yeah. like, come with us to the promised land, let's go. Um, so it's gonna be interesting because now I don't know what the response will be from Razer, who's obviously invested a lot into their comm system. Uh, this kind of says to, to the marketplace, this is the better one, this is the one you should use. But I mean, Ventrilo already exists. Well, Ventrilo is, is definitely for something like Counter Strike or um, other games, or like Dota. People are going to use 
but League of Legends is the largest of the pie, so... I don't know. I mean, does it really matter? Why doesn't League of Legends just build its own chat client, honestly? Well, they do have a chat client. Voice, I don't think they have a voice client. I can't tell you the last time I played yeah. it. So I don't think it has its own voice client, but it definitely... Uh, what I heard is Curse Voice. It was between Curse Voice, Razor. Um, I don't know if Ventrilo was really in the running versus yeah, or yeah. Mumble, but definitely Curse. Mumble's a thing, too? Mumble's yeah. a thing. Um, I, I, I think you're just making up names now. Possible. Uh, no, these are all these are all viable voice clients. Uh, Skype, sometimes. Skype's uh, too big. Oh, Skype too bloated. Is, well, Skype is so bloated. I personally despise Skype, but I use it because that's what my friends use. Um <laughs> Peer pressured into yeah, well, Skype. It's it's you try to get these people on so you can communicate and not suck. So uh, uh yeah, the, that's it. Curse voice. Uh, Fair enough. So we are you uh, hot on Curse voice right now? You you saying invest in Curse? Um, if business. This wise, is your market watch. You know? Okay, yeah. Well, that's definitely a market. <laughs> well, it's too late now. If you were going to invest in Curse, it's too late. You should have invested in Curse a, a long time ago. Um, are they a public company? Could you invest in Curse? That's a I'm going to say no. I don't think okay, so it doesn't really matter. I don't think there's very many esports companies that are actually public in, in the United States. I mean, yeah. in the North American market. In Europe, there are a few. Dreamhack is a public trading right. company. Right. Um, but not, I guess, I don't know. No, I don't think Twitch. Twitch is not an IPO yet. So right. uh, those are, uh, next time for the next one, I'll come up with a market watch of companies <laughs> people should come and invest into for esports. Sounds good. Should we move over to film then? Yep. Oh, yeah, what? Sure, I could do some reviews real quick. Woo-woo. All right, so um, I guess, yeah, the best movie that I'll recommend for this week is Big Game, which we got a review of, and I did an interview for. Why are you giggling, Mo? No, there's yeah. nothing. Samuel Jackson. Yep, Sam Jackson, that's right. Um, Try yeah. not to giggle that, man. It is, it's a ridiculous movie. Uh, yeah, so it's Big Game, it's by, uh, it's a Finnish movie. Um, With Sam Jackson. Yes. Okay. By. Uh, Is it finished or finish? Finish. Not a fitty. Finish. Oh. The kind oh, no, of fitty cent. <laughs> fitty movie. Oh, no, I thought I was like, oh, it's like as an opposed to an unfinished movie. <laughs> no, it's a finished movie by uh, J- Jamarley Hollander. Hopefully I got that right. Um, he is a, uh, yeah, he did the movie Rare Exports. I don't know if any of you guys saw nope. that. I saw yeah, it, yeah. Santa Claus monster movie I a few years it. ago. Um, yeah, so this is his follow-up to that. And it's basically, yeah, like a homage to uh, high concept, big, silly uh, 90s Hollywood action movies like Cliffhanger. So Samuel Jackson stars as the president, which is amazing. And he is, yeah, he's flying over the mountains of Finland in Air Force One when his head security officer betrays him, shoots him off in a pod, kills everyone one in Air Force One, crashes Air Force One. Was he on the plane too? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, he puts him in, I guess they have like a special escape pod just for the president but, I mean, if anything if goes he wrong. But I mean, the guy that was betraying him, did he escape? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he was uh, in the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. He puts president out in the pod, kills everyone, and then jumps off in the only parachute. Um, and then, so Sam Jackson is caught in the woods. And why uh, didn't he just kill the Sam reason Jackson? he's done it? Is I'm getting there. Okay. The reason he's done it is uh, that the, he's been be- that he's been betrayed. Is the security officer is for I think a hundred million dollars was the price uh, found this uh, wealthy Saudi Arabian terrorist slash big game hunter who wants to hunt Sam Jackson, what? the president of the United <laughs> States, like the most dangerous game. So he's got that to contend with, and then. The only person who can help Sam Jackson surprise uh, survive is a 13-year-old boy, um, played by. Uh, uh, let me get his name up because I am not going to pronounce it without help. 
uh, Ani Tamilia, uh, who was uh, the star of Rare Exports as well. And Ani Tamilia has, uh, having just turned 13, is part of an ancient ritual where the youngest man in uh, the family must be sent out into the woods um, to survive and bring home the spoils of his riches. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Uh, nope. Okay. But it is in this, and so uh, what Ani's going to do to prove that he's a man is save the president. Um, that's a big thing, yeah. Yep, so that's that. And then also at the same time, in back in the Pentagon, Jim Broadbent and Victor Garber and a bunch of people are also, and uh, Ted Levine and a bunch of people are panicking. How does uh, Samuel L. Jackson get roped in these things? Jesus. I think he just uh, says yes. Yeah, I think he wanted to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, like, Rare Expert is a pretty good movie, uh, as, as as is this. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, the director has this really kind of fun tone about his movies that are sort of uh, lovingly stupid, but also have a sense of humor. Like, it's from the perspective of someone who, like, appreciates a movie like uh, Cliffhanger or Con Air, uh, sincerely as well as ironically. So uh, the movie has a very sort of deadpan sense of humor. It knows exactly how stupid and ridiculous it is, and that's part of the fun. But at the same time, it's it's not a parody by any stretch of the imagination. It is sincere um, in as much as a movie about the president being hunted in the mountains can be um sam jackson's fantastic as you'd hope uh, as is the kid ani um he was sort of the star of rare exports and great find he's got this really uh specific sort of deadpan face and he knows exactly how to play all this stuff seriously well yeah. in on the humor so it's very clever and weird the only thing that's sort of a downer on it is by virtue of the fact that it is a low budget uh finish movie it doesn't exactly have the scale one would expect of a president being hunted in the mountains movie like it looks big and it looks fun and there are a handful of really great action sequences but they can only afford a handful of great action sequences um they're great though there's bits where like the president and the kid are falling down the side of a mountain in a freezer that sort of thing in a freezer yeah. Okay. Great stuff. Where the freezer um, going? How's the freezer run? Doesn't matter. Okay. See the movie. Um, and so it's um, yeah. All their money on Samuel. Yeah, totally. Um, but no, it's it's really fun. But it just yeah, it has that weird thing where it's sort of like it's a stupid action movie for people who like weird foreign outsider films. So it's not really. It's a niche market. Yeah, it's not a broad audience appeal there. Um, because like if you. Just like dumb action movies, you will probably feel it's a little slow. If you just like art movies, you'll be like, what the hell is this all about? <laughs> so it's kind of, it's for a niche audience, but if you fall within the niche, it's a blast. Um, I think that this director is a very talented guy. I think it's only a matter of time before he gets swallowed up by Hollywood. And directs a Marvel movie or, yeah, Star, he, or a Star Wars movie. Yeah, because he's pretty much auditioning for them anyway. Isn't that, like the, isn't that what you try to do when you're kind of that kind of director? Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And, and, you know, and being from Finland, like I know it seems weird to have a big dumb action movie director from Finland, but Rennie Harlan was from oh, Finland. Yeah, and yeah. He made the biggest and stupidest of them all back in the day. So Which was his? Uh, he did Die Hard 2, Cliffhanger, that was pretty dumb. The Long Kiss, Those were all pretty dumb. Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Master. That was amazing. Um, sorry, 4, for The Dream Master. Okay. That was a terrible mistake. Um, but yeah, yeah, he, yeah, I don't know you anymore. Oh, so. God, no, I, I know. I don't, I don't know. Um, but he he was, uh, yeah, no, he, so, and and this, yeah, the, like I said, does a really good job of recapturing it while also knowing exactly what it is. And I, I had a great time with it. I really recommend it. Um, other movies, uh, they're bigger, not so good. I said the Minions movie. <laughs> How um, bad is it? Wait, wait, yeah, how bad? Uh, you know, it wasn't as horrible as I thought it would be. Um, what does that mean, though? Minion movie. Um, like it's it's kind of enjoy like the minions are adorable. Um, the problem is that they you know they don't speak or have personalities, so it's hard to watch a feature length film about them. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's tricky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, was this just a movie that was that seemed like a really long commercial for the toys? It felt like a it felt like a series of shorts, but in not necessarily in a bad way. What it reminded me of is because uh, I kind of like the Despicable Me movies, but it did always irritate me that they had to be about how important it is to be in a family at the end because yeah. it just felt like 
not in the spirit of the type of movies it would be. This really did feel kind of like, like you a know, Lilo and Stitch family kind of love kind of thing. No, not even like like a like an old Warner Brothers cartoon. Like it's just a joke machine. That's and fair. um and when it's running, it's running well. Like they do this whole history of the minions where they like sort of are partner partner up with like a Tyrannosaurus Rex and Dracula and Napoleon and everything oh, before man. they find their way. And then the whole movie's set in the nineteen sixty eight, so it's filled with baby so beaver humor do, do, and does soundtrack. Chris, does um the main villain of the, or the main character of the other movies finally find them? And Steve that's, Carell? Yeah. Eventually. Okay, that's so he, he makes an appearance. So you've ruined it, but good job. I assumed um, <laughs> if it took place before that movie. Yeah, they do. They get there. Um, yeah, there's like a kid version of him at a certain point. A kid version. Yeah, okay. but Steve Carell still does the voice. Now, the main villainess that they try to hook up with here, because it's all about them trying to find a new villain, is... Um, to, to, to have a minion for. Yes. is uh, She's, yeah, like this big beehive sporting supervillain. They go to a uh, convention of supervillains in uh, Orlando, which is As hysterical. Does. Yeah, and she plays a super... Uh, she plays, yeah, the superstar villain. Uh, Sandra Bullock does the voice, and uh, John Hamm does her sort of. I love Sandra Bullock. Uh, silly assistant, and yeah, they assign the minions to steal the crown jewels. So, like, yeah, there's really no meaning to it when it's when it's when it's functioning. It reminded me of like an old-fashioned sort of anarchistic Saturday morning enough, cartoon, yeah. the type of thing that you don't really see much when anymore. Stimpy sort of yeah, totally. Okay. When it didn't, but softer, but yeah. Okay. Um, and then when it didn't work, it was just sort of like, yeah, I guess you did need like a plot and emotional content <laughs> to make a feature-length movie, but um, yeah. It was. It had a handful of good things. It was better than I thought. I probably liked it as much as the other Despicable Me movies, but I also didn't love them. So yeah, that's fair. So I could be the only one. I mean, Steve Carell was the better part of those movies. Yeah. The best thing that came out of it is I saw today one of the McDonald's toys they released because they all speak gibberish. Yeah. But one of them, if I you press that. it, yeah. it sounds like it says, uh, "What was it? Go to hell and what the fuck." Wait, what? Yeah, like two two swearing phrases. They're, McDonald's is claiming it's just gibberish, but if you listen to it, I want to get one. Yeah, me too. No, I want one. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's probably the best thing to come out of this Minions thing. Um, but it's still, it wasn't like I was dreading seeing it, and it was surprisingly watchable. Yeah. Okay. So if you love the Minions, Mel, I'm talking to you. Yes. Um, oh, Mel, why? Could do worse. What do you mean why? I don't know, Mel. You always like these cutesy woodsy. Yeah, them the rabbits. Oh my goodness! These are the, like you're perpetuating this. No, I'm not. I hated Madagascar. That's a step in the right direction, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I know. It's like they when they make these movies, they're not like, the man, how can we make a really good narrative and put cutesy people? And they're like, how can we sell these toys? And what kind of mook will watch this to buy them later? <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. That's it. Just that's the boardroom meeting. A mook. A mook. That's right. Um, and then yeah, I guess the last one I'll talk about is uh, selfless. Yeah, I've heard oh. th- I've heard things about this. Yeah. I've seen so many commercials for this. I, this has to be good, please. No, it's horrible. Oh, um, so it's by the director of The Cell and The Fall, oh. uh, which were movies that looked really, really pretty. They look pretty, yeah. But they were, were really, really, really dumb. Yeah, he's not much of a storyteller. Great at images. This one doesn't even look that good. So oh. it's, yeah, it's completely, it's very useless. So yeah, um, Ben Kingsley doing like possibly the worst New York accent in history, which is weird because he's yeah. normally dependably great, but he's not even trying. He plays this super rich billionaire type who uh, can stop in anyone's way and doesn't care about anyone except himself, but he's really lonely, but he doesn't want to die, but he has cancer, but he's not going to let that stop him. So he finds this service where for <laughs> a, quarter of, a quarter of a billion dollars, uh, you can have your personality transported into a new freshly cloned body. How much? Quarter of a billion? Quarter of a billion. I can afford that. Yeah. I actually like this premise, by the way. So yeah, far. definitely. Me too. Um, so he gets he gets. 
transported into, uh, luckily enough, Ryan Reynolds' body. Yeah, yeah. So that means he That's gets... Right. So he ends up in New Orleans. So there's a montage where he has sex with a bunch of ladies and plays a bunch of pickup basketball because that's what everyone would do. That, that's what I would do. If they were Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he stops taking his personality swap medication and starts having visions and what? realizes that maybe the body isn't cloned. Oh. And then it just turns into a stupid action movie. Now, with I... With himself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just like run away from himself. No, he's the main bad guy. <laughs> no, he's going after the corporation run by Matthew Good, uh, who gives the closest thing to a good performance in the movie. Um, and uh, yeah, and then it just evolves into a, st- a silly action movie, and not even like a well done one. There are car chases and pseudos and everything, but it was just so he, he boring. grows a conscience, like, no, yeah, why doesn't he just say, Can you find a way to make it so that I no longer care about this personality? Because he seems like a guy that doesn't care, anyways. Well, he, he starts seeing <coughs> images of who the other person was and goes to investigate and finds the wife and everything. Does Why he, does he care? He seemed like he didn't care. At the yeah, beginning. I was going to say, is this not going to be one of those movies where he finds himself and he thinks that yeah, all exactly. the he did in his past life was wrong? Exactly. So. That's oh, dumb. I know. Horrible. Why does like, just and I don't care. That doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> just horrible. And and by the way, I, I agree that I think the premise, the personality swapping premise is very clever. Um, the thing with that is that's just stolen directly from a 60s movie called Seconds by John Frankenheimer that's amazing it's yeah. a masterpiece I can't recommend it enough if you've never seen it that one actually took it and did really creepy disturbing Twilight zone type conceptual work with it it's also visually amazing very disturbing and like holds up better than any movie the, the most movies from the period so if anything about uh, selfless sounded intriguing to you. I recommend going to get seconds because that actually that's fair. Does what it's supposed I have to, to say, do. Phil, I have a profound respect for you because you sit through so much tripe. I really <laughs> do. <laughs> because why do you think he's so cynical? I, I really do. Like half of the reason why I don't watch movies is because it's like sometimes you get lured in and it's kind of like this this sexy thing where you're like, wow, that sounds really good. Yeah. And I'm really excited, and you go in and then it spits on you. I know. And <laughs> you're like, man, I feel like. Something's lost in me. This like, is one of those, yeah. It feels like no one was really passionate about it. I think at a fair. certain point, they were like, this is a good idea. We'll make it better. And then the next thing, they were on the set, and they're like, I guess we're not making it better. <laughs> so I guess we may as well just do it. And then, uh, yeah. It sounds like someone gave up halfway. It really did feel like that. It felt like everyone gave up, um, starting with Kingsley right on down. And, yeah, it's, it's just horrible. They just get to the set, and they're like, where's the director? He's not coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't want to be here. He left some notes on that post-it over there. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, wow, that premise actually sounds really cool. Yeah. I don't Because I, I saw all the commercials, I guess, it even hosted E3. Like yeah. It was brought to you by Selfless, was E3. And uh, I was like, okay, okay, this sounds, I don't know what this movie is, but Ryan Reynolds is in it, and this could be So cool. n- now, Ryan Reynolds is doing this, but he's also doing the Deadpool movie. Yeah. Does this make you any more worrisome about the Deadpool movie, or do you think he's not at all. phoning everything else in until he's Ryan Reynolds Not at all. Uh, he's, yeah, when he's good, he's good, and when he's crap, he's not. Yeah. And he really wanted to do the Deadpool movie. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like <laughs> You can normally tell. He's one of those actors like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Where, like, you can tell within five seconds whether he actually cared about this one or not, and I feel like Deadpool's one that he actually yeah, cares about. Yeah, he's doing everything for that. Yeah. They, should, they should let me swap bodies with Ryan Gosling instead. <laughs> I swap bodies with Ryan Me Reynolds. Me too. Oh no, mm-hmm. not Ryan Reynolds. I would do it. Ryan Gosling, hey girl. Both are Canadian. <laughs> Both Ryan's are Canadian. I bet, well, today yeah. I learned. Mm-hmm. Actually, can I add something to the movie news? By all yeah. means. So this month and next month is the movie All Work All Play coming out. The esports documentary movie. Oh, okay. Across Cineplexes oh. and I guess America and AMC's across the country. Um, it's an esports documentary that follows some a team going to win an ESL one t- or ESL tournament, so Counter Strike, and I believe they'll also be streaming like the finals of Counter Strike in the theaters as well. So hmm. that's how I would bring that up. And it comes out July 
26th and then another on 29th and sometime in August. So so is that like a, like three nights only type thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, I think the biggest thing to take away from it is that it's in Cineplex Odeons yeah. across the country in Canada. Nice. Yeah, and no, it's great. AMCs, so it's a bit of a legitimacy for esports and Cineplex has come out and said that they're banking, they're going to take a, a chance on esports and that's cool. they're going to probably look into it's just like how they uh, do rights with yeah. um, ballet and stuff. Yeah. Or, WWE, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. or do, do, do they do UFC? No, Whatever. They show like yeah. those shows in their their theaters. They're going to do the same thing with esports. They do a lot of like they're kind of neat for weird streaming things. Like they stream Kevin Smith occasionally when he's in do, town. And like really? That's yeah. like yeah, because like uh, once we went to go and watch it in the theater because Kevin Smith was in one location. I think it was in Toronto, but it sold out. But theaters across Canada live streamed. His like panel. That's hot. Yeah, they, yeah. They did that the one time, but it was cool. Yeah, but yeah. it's yeah. weird that they do things like. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying it's cool. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just the same kind of deal uh, with Cineplex. So I'm a bit proud of them. I didn't expect a corporate giant like that to decide to move so quickly on an esports related thing. Well, if there's money to be made. No, true, true, true enough, true enough. So uh. I thought I'd bring that news out. To yeah, you. no, that's cool. Thank you, Dragon. No problem. Sure, and no one's been playing anything new, have they? Just Batman for Phil. I've been playing yeah. Alpha Bear. Yay! Just go look it up. I w- was playing... What was I playing? The Last of Us. <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> just You're DLC. as behind as I am, I, Dragon. Yeah, I'm super behind. I, I treat games just like I treat movies, where I will wait a long time before I commit to it, because I don't trust that the developers will take good care of my heart. Yeah. Well, you can also get a sense of their reputation. If after a year yeah. people are still talking about it, that's yeah. probably worth trying. Yeah, well, Last of Us is one of the better ones. Yeah, that's... Uh, As a masterpiece, I was, yeah. I was, I was ready to jump on that, so I was, I was pretty yeah. happy. No, I was just playing Batman. I still love it. Brendan's going to take Batman home now. Yeah. Yep. I have to wait for more Batman. Yeah. You? Did you see the uh, the Batgirl trailer? I did. <sighs> that's pretty cool. Wait, was it a movie or a show? No, it's for the game. Yeah, but I have to tell you, I did the, the Harley Quinn... <laughs> Mini game. Like DLC, actually. Yeah, you which play is what the Batman her? thing. Yeah, which the Batman thing would be, and it's yeah. If it's like that, then it be it'll be like forty five minutes long. Yeah, probably, probably, it probably only be like an hour. But it looks yeah. like they're ripping. Well, not ripping off, but they're um, homaging to like Death of the Family because yeah. Well, yeah. um, yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it won't be a surprise that they're no. doing that when you play the game. No. Okay, good. Yeah. Yay! No, no. I look forward to it. Anyone playing anything else? <sighs> nope. Uh, okay. No. I've been playing my Bloodborne. Do you want to hear about that? No. Okay. Well, Everyone go I, and play <laughs> Alpha Bear. Actually, I guess there is something I could bring up. Uh, I, Dota 2 just got a whole new refresh. They like put Dota 2 back into beta. So I've been playing. Back back, they took it out of like <laughs> full. Like, it's back in beta. Yeah, so they brought only Valve in traditional Valve style, uh, pulled the game that is released, and put it back in beta to do Dota 2 Reborn, which is basically they're updating... All the stuff, I guess, to the new source engine. I, if I'm if I'm under, if that's correct, I don't know if that particular part is correct, but they definitely are refreshing the UI so it looks n- less dated than when they first released it, and they're making a lot. They're trying to make it easier for new people to join in. That so makes sense. Yeah, I started playing it because I want to. Does it look much better? It looks nicer. I, the UI definitely looks better. Oh my goodness! Uh, it just puts a good fresh spin on an older game and nice. a very difficult game. Dota Two is hard. So for me, it was a good opportunity. And anybody who wants to learn Dota 2, I think, is a, the tutorials are much more helpful than it was in the past to learn Dota. Dota is infinitely more complicated than oh. most MOBAs or actual most games. Interesting. Thank you, Dragon. Cool. Should we wrap up there, Mel? Yes. And actually, I'm going to give, since Dragon is our guest star, 
you. Pimp your shit, yo. Oh, am I pimping myself? Pimp yourself. Pimp well, the ES channel. Well, you can channel, find me on, oh, never mind. I was going to say, the local pimp street you. corner. Pimp your company. <laughs> pimp your adorable little beaver king oh, thing. Oh, my. Absolutely. Well, if I'm going to just pimp, I might as well shill the whole thing. So just yeah, shill. Do it. You can find it. me uh, on Twitter, at Draconis, where I will most likely tweet about anime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally periscope the office. I will periscope, tweet about anime, um, and talk a lot about esports, sometimes complain a lot about esports. But if you want an actual real esports stuff, go to my, you follow me on ESChamp, at E-S-C-H-A-M-P, where I talk about the tournaments. Oh, <laughs> a bit of StarCraft there, too. Um, where we'll talk about actual esports tournaments and events. I organize tournaments uh, and usually have the finals here in Toronto. Uh, follow us on ESChamp.com. Uh, and if you're a fan of Dota, we just released into the An Steam adorable. store the adorable Chomperton, the Beaver King. Uh, actually, I'm not even supposed to call him the Beaver King. I'm supposed to call him King Chomperton is his official name. Uh, he is a beaver, and he is the most adorable thing ever. I feel like I gave birth to <laughs> a small beaver child uh, because I love him and he can do no wrong. So go on to the Steam store, look him up, upvote him if you think he's as cute as I am. <laughs> Thank you, Dragon. For Phil, it's a little beaver that you can buy and he brings you stuff in game. A courier. Yes, yeah. yeah, courier. That was a, he's a little courier. It's really cute. That's pretty good. I like that. Items. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash magazine. Twitter, which is CG Mag Online. Phil, what's your Twitter? At that Phil Brown. Brendan. B526. And I'm Kixen Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N. Chaos. And of course, Google Plus, Google.com slash little plus sign CG Mag Online. And of course, is Google Plus dead yet? Is that a thing? It's still a thing. No one uses it, but it's there. Do you post to it? Yes. What was that social media thing they tried to start last year? MySpace? No. Oh, um. Remember there's one and everyone joined Hello. Hello. Hello, yeah. And everyone was like jumping out. I got to get my name on it. I got to get my name on it. And then within a week, it was gone. Yeah. I think it's still up. Oh, it's probably, they're probably struggling. Like, come on, people, come over to. No. They are. They just released an iPhone app. I they love, really? Yeah. My favorite part of it is how people are like, this is it, the Facebook killer. And how they're like, we're not going to monetize it with even money. We're going to use hopes and dreams and unicorn dust. Mm. And that did not work out well. Oh, well, that's what happens when you're trying to bring a corporate product to a, with, with hippie <laughs> dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, cgmagonline.com, where you can find Phil's review of Big Game as well as his interview with the director, writer, and Ani. Yep, the young star. star. Yeah, the ones, the ones whose names I pronounced horribly during the uh, <laughs> review today. Fair enough. <laughs> it works. Yeah, at least I'd say at least I mispronounced their names after I talked to them as yes. opposed to before. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No one, they'll, 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 they won't hear this podcast. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, it's, our website right now is full of previews of stuff that was seen at E3. Tons and tons and tons and tons and tons. Yep. Comic Con. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming <laughs> now. Comic Cons this weekend. We didn't. So next week we will have a crap ton of news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All sorts of be, stories, no doubt. Oh, it's gonna be good too. Yeah, and there'll be footage of, of Batman versus Superman again. Yeah. And, Yay! Uh, yeah. That's all we need in our lives. Star all Wars stuff. Yeah, they, but they said they aren't going to show any new footage or trailers for that. Oh, I thought they were, and then because mm. Kevin Smith was complaining that he had to nope. follow Star Wars. No, they said they they, they said they aren't going to do that. But they're just going to have them talking. But they're going to have oh. like you know the original cast there. That's and still pretty It'll good. It'll still be a big deal. Yeah. And I think they'll probably announce. Uh, I, I bet they'll announce like what the next spinoff is, and maybe yeah. like who's going to direct another movie or who's going to play young Han Solo. Or probably books. 
Yeah, I'm sure the yeah. Sorry, the books like the Star Wars books. Maybe they'll maybe release a couple books before the movies. Could be. Did they still Could make well the be. books? I think Disney told everyone like <laughs> these books are not canon. Yeah, they decided. did. They're well, trying just, to like get everything into which one place. I can place, understand. Yeah. It's just so confusing. It would be, it would be way way too hard to figure <laughs> yeah. out which books count and which don't. Um, so uh, yeah, like I'm sure there'll be a bunch of announcements and photo ops and things, but they aren't going to show any footage, um, which is fair because you know. That movie comes out in Christmas, and I've already seen yeah. two trailers. How many do we need? Versus, you know, Batman and Superman is going to come sold out. On it. Yeah, totally. Batman and movie is going to come out next. Batman versus Superman is going to come out next summer, and I will have already seen like twenty minutes of clips and eighteen yeah. trailers by then. So, I kind of prefer this approach. <laughs> I have to say. And of course, I hold in my hands the indie issue, which was just <laughs> freshly printed. It's sort of, it's isn't sexy. it nice? Yeah, it's Nice, right? Yeah, Phil. Our, 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 the audience can actually totally see it. Yeah, they right. can they can see through the radio. Yeah. CGMagOnline.com forward slash store is where you can find our indie issue. It's only three dollars for the digital copy, ten dollars for if you want a nice physical copy, and you can get it at Magster, Pocket Mags, iTunes, places, places. Yeah, yeah. Well, make sure you look for it because it's awesome. Phil, what was your uh, what was your article on this issue? Um, look, glancing at the cover, it appears as though I had. I think I had two. I think part of, part of my interview with Alexander Garland about Ex Machina we saved for this because it's sort of more generally about his career and working in different media. And then I also wrote an article about uh, indie film yes, and you um, did. how hard it is uh, for how it's e easier than ever before to make a movie, but harder than ever before to get it seen, especially yep. in theaters. Yep. yep. And we also have uh, our, more of that interview that we did with Story sixty five. This is the good part of the interview. Than the mm. issue. Oh, so you gave him the bad part first? For free, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> good parts in here. Lots of it's all about indie and what's not indie and what should be indie and indie indie indie. Indie indie indie. Make sure you check indie. it out. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>